Have you ever wanted to read the Summa Theologiae, but you're a little intimidated? I've been there, and if that's you, I have the book for you today. And today we will be talking about, sorry, rather I should say, welcome to the conversation of our generation, where we are solving the problems of today with the wisdom of the past. My name is Nick Jamel, and today I'll be talking about Peter Kreef's kind of introduction to his introduction of the Summa, called A Shorter Summa. He wrote the Summa of the Summa, which I also have, that's a bit thicker of a book, uh, but still not as thick as the multi-volume set, the Summa Theologiae by Thomas Aquinas. But his work on A Shorter Summa is just fantastic because he really lays the groundwork for how to read the Summa. And if you're like me and you listen to a lot of podcasts where they quote Thomas, they cite Thomas, they talk about Thomism, etc. I found it really helpful to just read this, I think it's like 150, maybe 200 page book about Thomas Aquinas' views and it has the Summa itself, like it has the actual text of certain questions and points in the Summa, but what Peter Kreef does is add some notes and build it up a little bit. And so that's, I want to bring it to you today. If you're really looking to get into reading Thomas Aquinas. I think this is a great introduction, but before I do that, I just want to remind you, before I make the full pitch for the book, I just want to remind you that you can support what I'm doing. If you're watching this on YouTube, click subscribe, you know, make sure you get notifications as well. You know, just you're watching, smash the like button, uh, comment, all of those things to help out in the algorithm. Free, easy to do, and I appreciate all that. Uh, And then as far as if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, Google Play, etc., definitely subscribe and leave a good rating and review. That really helps, especially on Apple and Spotify. They really look at that for the algorithm, so definitely do that. And thank you for listening, if you are listening, so I appreciate that. <clears throat> As you can tell, I still have a teeny bit of the cold left, a little bit of that happening, but much better than I was last week. And so I cannot complain at all. And so what I want to really dive into a little bit is, for those who don't know, like, I think it's good to start with who was Thomas Aquinas. And he was a Dominican friar, he's a Catholic saint, and a doctor of the church. He was basically, I mean, he's most well known as a philosopher who really helped bring Aristotle and the other Greeks into the uh, Catholic tradition in a new way, right? There were a lot of people early on in the church, you know, even Paul talks about some of the Greek philosophers, or at least when he's arguing with the men in Athens, you would assume he's arguing the Greek ideas. So he's familiar with them. And so there's, oh, they're always kind of there in the tradition, but Thomas Aquinas really brings it to the forefront and uses Aristotle's system and his terminology and all of that in order to uh, make his points and to make his arguments. And, but he's also done the, he also has numerous commentaries on different books of the Bible. He's done the Summa Contra Gentiles. I think I heard recently that he wrote kind of like, uh, not Psalms, uh, hymns. <coughs> Pardon me. He's wrote, he wrote hymns and other things like that and prayers, I assume. So, a lot of other stuff as well on the spiritual side, but he's really known for 
making the theological arguments because he's just so smart <laughs> and so able to articulate himself. And not only that, he's also great at making his opponent's arguments. He's very, I think, well-known and respected for not just not strawmanning, but really steelmanning his other person's position, taking the common argument that someone might throw at him and making it better than they would, <laughs> and then tack, you know, tackling that argument. And so he's fantastic, a fantastic thinker. Uh, and the uh, Summa Theologiae is his biggest work. It's, I mean, depending on, I don't know exactly how many pages. It, it, obviously, it depends a little bit on, you know, how it's printed and everything. But the ones that I was looking at on Amazon when I ended up buying Peter Kreef's summary instead were several volume, you know, three volume sets. So lots and lots of content there. And I looked at that and said, yikes, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and read this shorter book to just get a sense of it. And I think it was a good move for me <clears throat> just because I don't know if I would have plowed through the Summa. I still haven't bought it. <laughs> Just I do need to buy it. But it's something that I think... I don't know if I could just plow through it like I did this other book and really get it. And on top of that, what I found... like I guess it makes sense to probably talk about the format of the Summa. So the Summa, basically what Thomas will do is he will kind of propose this topic, have, a, you know, a question, basically, you know, does God exist, Can, you know, right? And then he'll put the objections, and then his answers to the objections, and then he'll put his arguments in favor. So not just, it's not necessarily answering the objections, but actually just building his actual case. So he does that, and I think it helped having Peter Kreef there in the notes and in comments and everything to understand the format there. But then also he Aquinas uses a lot of terms and a lot of, well, I guess I would say just terms in general for in philosophy that you may not be familiar with. If you haven't studied philosophy, like I really haven't formally studied it. I read a lot of it, but I do think that there is something that you get from getting the like an actual classical training where you learn the terms, you learn the background, the methodologies, etc. And I don't necessarily have that. I've started to pick it up a little bit by doing it or by reading it for fun, but I don't have that. So having Peter Kreeft, who's trained in that to explain it, was really, really helpful as well. And then his glossary of terms at the beginning. So when you're talking about potential, we're not talking about the potential that we talk about today, like a sports star who's a rookie, but he's doing really well. He's got potential, right? He could be big. I mean, that is, in a way, potential, but it means more than that, right, to Aquinas. His argument from motion, I always thought it was the weakest, and then as when I read what he means by motion, I'm like, oh, that might be one of the, I think the contingency is still the strongest, but I was like, that's a close number two right there for me. And so... That, I think, is really helpful because the Summa is very dense and it's, I think if you just are looking at that in by itself for a couple thousand pages, it's going to be a lot. 
especially if you're like me and you, you know, you're just reading for fun. <laughs> it just doesn't look like it's going to be fun. I'm sure it is. And I'm sure I would actually enjoy it, but it didn't feel like that at the time. And honestly, I don't know if I would be saying I I need to go out and buy it and read it if I hadn't had a little bit of background in this and, you know, listen to some more Pints with Aquinas and some other people who talk about his ideas more because I do want to be able to enter into that conversation a little bit better. <clears throat> but the Summa is just a fantastic work. And the funny thing is, as I'm talking about it being kind of intimidating, he really meant it to be a introductory level course to Catholicism, basically. Like it was like for seminarians who were coming in to like to basically be their introduction to seminary if i'm not mistaken people feel free to correct me if i'm wrong on that so basically you know, an introductory college level course is how we should look at it almost which is incredible <laughs> that said i think people were much better catechized starting off than they are now i surely was and i think that that's another thing if you're like me, and you kind of missed a good catechesis as a kid, and you're trying to build it in as an adult, I just think that Thomas Aquinas is a wonderful way to do that. If you're like me, and you're a heady person, you know, I like the ideas, I like the uh, under, understanding God by understanding truth. I think that that points to him in a big way, and I enjoy that. So, if you like that, I think it's a great introduction here. Peter Kreef's A Shorter Summa, there's links here in the show notes if you want to grab it. I definitely recommend you do because I think it opens up Thomas Aquinas in a very accessible way. In a way as well for <clears throat> a way as well for high school kids. So if you're an adult and you have kids, I think it's great for them as well. It's very accessible from that fact. Like I mean it's more accessible than any Shakespeare you're reading. <laughs> so I'll put it that way. So if they can read Shakespeare in their lit class, then I think they could do this as well. So definitely check that out. Check out the links in the show notes. And if you're enjoying this, definitely subscribe on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, everywhere that podcasts are found and leave a rating and review. That really helps. But also, if you want to support the work I'm doing, you can go to conversationofourgeneration.com slash subscribe, or you can buy my book on Amazon, Property Rights in the Digital Age. Uh, you can find that on Amazon. You can find that on my website and buy it there. I have copies in a box right over here on my desk so <laughs> I have those to send out but if you want to you know if you buy it through the website I get a bit of a bigger chunk versus if you go to Amazon let's just that's all but it's not that much bigger so if you want to buy it on Amazon because it's easy do it if you're going to buy it I appreciate all the support that I get and you can get it on Kindle as well so definitely check that out <laughs> pardon me Sorry about that. Like I said, still a bit of a cold lingering. So thank you, though, for listening to this episode of The Conversation of Our Generation. Let's get the dialogue going. I'll talk to you next time.